And I remember that they would have your name on the board of who gets the best time with the most weight and just, and I, it was nobody, I didn't care about anybody else in the gym. I was just watching my name move up. And then three or four months into it, people are like, can Candace please come to our class? Cause I want to try to beat her. And that was, that made me feel like, wow, they, it's really me they want. Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast with Bricks and Matt. And on this podcast, we share lessons and experiences with you guys to help you become healthy and wealthy. What up, podcast? Matt, you should start the podcast today since I probably won't be talking much. (laughs) (laughs) You guys couldn't see that, but I just rubbed my hands together like I was about to perform surgery. What's happening there? Get well, get money, podcast fans. Um, that sounded weird. You're looking real buff. You are looking buff. It's just, it's it's you put, the shirt. You're putting on some size. I'm 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 eating a lot. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm working hard. I am. But um, what's going on, guys? Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. As always, um, we've gotten so much good feedback. Mm-hmm. At, at like, bricks and I say this every time. Like we. Like we feel electric when we do this and it's because of the shares. It's because of all the comments. It's because of everything that you guys give to us. So thank you so much. The reviews. Oh, thank you so much for the reviews, guys. I, I picked um, through some of the reviews yesterday and yep. I, honestly, it, it almost brought me to tears. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a punk, bro. <laughs> I love it. Today, we're going to get into our realizations here in a second and I don't want to drag this intro on too long, but today we are. I am interviewing uh, Candace, as Mel would say, the uh, the first lady of Bricks Fitness, the the wonderful Candace Glover, also known as Cami. Um, I'm excited to pick her brain. But before we dive into that, Bricks, tell us your realization for the week. Oh man, um, this is coming off. Yesterday was one of the darkest days over the last five years of my life. Really? Yeah. And it put a lot in perspective for me. Um, it made me respect my past a little bit more. Uh, it made me appreciate my, you know, the, my, um, my typical reality nowadays. Cause yesterday wasn't my typical reality. I wasn't in my typical space mentally. And, um, it made me appreciate it more. Um, I'm learning a lot about communication you know whether that's with my wife whether that's with you know you and will um i'm learning a lot about just it 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 was just one of those dark days that put a lot a lot of things in perspective for me and there's a lot of adjustments i need to make going forward with 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 a lot of things Uh, and this is a long conversation but uh yesterday was one of those really really dark days that reminded me a lot of the dark days I used to have b- before I lost weight. And I haven't had one of these in a very long time, but it was needed. Wow. Any, any idea what triggered it? Not to dive too, too deep into it, but. Absolutely. Yeah. But I can't talk about it. Understood. Yeah. Um, so how coincidental my realization, um, I think I said it last time, but, uh, I actually started going and seeing a, a therapist, um, I feel like there's many things that we try to work through self-improvement. I'm talking you and I and the audience, but um, this one, I, I don't, I started having some real dark thoughts that I used to think 
And that's mm-hmm. when I realized it was time. I need a little help. And so I am, I'm seeing a therapist once every two weeks now. And, uh, the f- man, the first session I had was fantastic. Michael Cadwell, he's here in town and, uh, just a lot of realizations and a lot of, it's good therapy. It's good therapy. What does that cost? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, he, you can like, you can run your insurance or whatever, um, which it depends on your, regardless, um, I'm paying like 75 a session. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you know it's what? It's a great like, investment. I, oh yeah. And you know, like I know somebody out there somewhere is like, damn, I ain't paying that. But like, I got dark thoughts guys and it's, it's definitely worth whatever money it is. So very beneficial. Long story short. Candace Glover, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. There are questions that I have wanted to ask you. Hold for on, quite before some you time. jump into that, bro, we're some damaged greats. We are some damaged greats. You're damn right, we All are. Right. <laughs> proceed, proceed. <laughs> I told Bricks, you, you, if you've watched any of his content, my content, you've probably heard this before. But when I went up to nervously meet Bricks, I was just as excited, maybe a little more excited, to meet Candace because. Understanding what he does at the very little that I understood at that point, the person that's behind him on the side of him, his his circle, I realized how important it is because of Jenna and the and my crew that's around me. So I was I was elated to meet her. And so many questions that I actually have that Yeah, so let's just shut up and get into it. Candace, how you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I'm already sweating, so there's oh that. God. Why are you sweating? She sweats, she sweats when she has a uh, very serious conversation. Yeah, really bad. Oh. Like, not serious, but anything a purpose, I sweat. Like when me and him talk about, I don't. We could be talking about the house we want, the cars we want, and I'm excited. I'm sweating. We could be having a serious <laughs> conversation, and I'm sweating. We could. So this conversation started off by how my wife's sweaty pits activates <laughs> during these type of conversations. Well. Other people sweat too. Yeah, no, I got a, I got a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Candace Glover. Yeah, I'm wearing a sweater, so I don't know if that helps. I usually wear tank tops. I mean, it's, it's in the name. It's in the name, sweater. So, I mean, yeah, I think you set yourself up there. I usually wear tank tops, not because I have good arms, but because don't, don't blame, don't blame it on the sweater, babe. It was the tank top. I've seen you soak through tank tops. (laughs) Mind you, hold on. I know this is a, this is a rabbit hole right here, but the pheromones that she, that she exudes during these go. sweaty times, bro. I love, I love the smell of her sweat. <laughs> that was that probably was TMI, deep. man, but I, I Took love a it. Left. She, sm- she smells so good. Mm. You just saw it inside of what mm. we do. I love that it. went real far, real fast. The, li- the listeners didn't see that, but check out YouTube for this, uh, this video version of this podcast. Yeah. You'll see uh, Bricks sniffing her armpit. That was, uh, that was cute, I think. But. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have another question. Am I talking to Matt in this thing or yeah, in my ear? No, thing? in in the microphone. All right, just there it is. Oh, there it okay. is. First of all, how do you deal with this dude? That's a that was the that was the I first question really, he asked. You know? <laughs> that you have the next hour to talk <laughs> for that question. That could be the whole interview. <laughs> how do I deal with him? With what? With with his, him being extreme with his passion, with his excitement, with what part of him? They're perfect. What? Yes, that all. Hmm. 
It's a broad statement. You can't answer it incorrectly. How do I deal with it? Most of the time I sit calmly because either if he's very excited, which he is most of the time, or very passionate about something, which you've seen, he gets really into it. Really. Um, what's this called? Use your hands a lot. He is extreme, right? Extremely passionate, extremely. Um, oh my gosh, you could probably put extreme in front of any word and that's Robert. But with him being like that, I usually deal with it with being calm, calmer, sitting, yeah. waiting. If he's really passionate about something and he gets worked up, I know he's going to get it done or I know he's just really excited at that moment. No, I was kind of cutting up about saying, how do you deal with this dude? That was the first question that Jenna asked or that uh, Bricks asked Jenna, which is still a very valid question. Um, and, you know, the further into these questions I get, you'll sort of paint the picture. But, but let um, me chime in for a second. Please. Real quick on that question, right? Yeah. I think sure. a big part of the reason why she's able to deal with me has a lot to do with who she is naturally. Right? Yeah. So a lot of it, she does have to develop... <laughs> Patience, more patience, but at the root of it, she's a very patient. Yeah, I'm calm, patient, calm, already understanding, very uh, even keeled, very steady person. So that makes sense. That she's that make, prepared. That makes total sense. I I, I want to run through these questions. There's so much con. There's so much context that I want to find. Like, well, first of all, let me start this back. Um, just to sort of let the audience know that, like you're actually technically more qualified than bricks and I combined. How did you get into fitness? Why did you get into fitness personally? Um, I personally got into fitness when I was helping my mom do therapy at home when I was probably 10. So right then I knew I wanted to do the fitness route of some sort. Um, so then going in, I played sports through high school, through college. And then in college I knew I went to exercise science. That's the broadest spectrum I could do. Okay. Um, and then going through that, I train elderly adults through college. I helped teach a strength class through college. And then I moved up to Virginia and did research at ODU and worked at NASA. Okay. Right okay. when I met you. Mm-hmm. That's when that was happening. You said NASA. Oh, yeah. So training for NASA in Hampton. Na- it's in the acronym of NASA, I would assume it wasn't. Like the space exploration. Yeah, the space. The yeah, the space, space exploration. exploration. Oh wow! So, All right. So I'm. Everybody's like, "Wow, you train astronauts?" No, I don't train the astronauts. I trained the people that helped astronauts get into wow. space. That's really so cool. the desk people. Yeah. See, every time you because I've heard a little bit of that in the past. You told me a little bit, but I really I thought you were saying NASA, like the 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 certification NASA. That's different story. Wow. Yeah, NASA. that's unique. okay all right so and it's an exercise uh science degree yes awesome awesome um so in brix's earlier videos and well all of his videos really at some point you know he had mentioned that you started training him like brix you had a trainer at one point candace you trained at one point and then he sort of took the reins from there give like give me that process like how did that start? Oh, uh, so he reached out to me on Instagram because <clears throat> he was new to the area. He was looking for somebody to train with. And it's just funny that 
I was here, I was about to move back home and I was on the search to find somebody to work out with because as of now, this is 2000, what, 15, 16, 18, 19. Yeah. 2015, I was about to get up and move back. And unless mm-hmm. I've just figured something out here for myself. Um, so he reached out to me on Instagram and said, Hey, I see your local trainer. If you want to meet up and train, that was the first thing we wanted to meet up and work out because we were both in search for a workout partner. So wow. we, Met up. It was strictly just, hey, let's work out. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because I was going to train with him, and I'm like, yes, finally somebody else can lead the session because I'm always training people. And when I showed up, he was like, hey, I'm always training people. Could you lead the session? <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so we got right into it. Um, I won't speak too much on me hurting. No, go ahead. You can live your glory I, story. This go is ahead. my glory yeah, story. Yeah, please. But I kicked his butt, <laughs> like had him on his hands and knees, like what is going on right now? And but to to be fair, during that time, I was at my peak shape, and I was I was I was, at, I was in the worst shape that I had been okay. since I gotten yeah, in shape. Yeah. What did, if that makes what sense? did you what did you, so what did you weigh at that point? Like where were you at in that? In Probably two two forty five, two fifty. Two fifty. I think it was two fifty, and yeah. Yeah, I was I was two fifty, and I probably was about thirty something percent body fat. Yeah, okay. And that's the okay. that's the that's the leanest I had ever been. Yeah, that was just, that was my lowest weight ever. You mean so, during the process of training with her? Well, period. So yeah. period. Yeah, when I met him, he okay. the, he lost so much amount of weight. He was already at two fifty. Now he's down to thirty oh, okay. percent body fat. Okay. So he's. Going down, but he was in a he was stuck. Yeah, you know I was how at a you, plateau. you hit a plateau, you're not losing any okay. more weight, anything. So he was searching for a new workout partner. Okay. So we started training together, working out together. It was after the first day, he said, So can we do this every week? <laughs> because it was great. I was pushing him, he was pushing me. It just felt right. So one of the first things that that let me know that I wanted to keep her around in some Form or fashion. At the at that point, I didn't realize it was going to be in a romantic type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Is that she she made me want to step my game up? Wow. You know. So first and foremost, it, it was with exercise, right? She came in the gym the very first day. She was all business. We worked out. She kicked my ass, and I'm like, damn. Like I thought I was in some so- sort of shape, but she definitely just right. uh, proved to me that I wasn't. And she made me want to work harder. And me being a junkie about getting better at things, that really, you know, sparked my interest in her. Like to have someone around that made me want to step my shit up was everything. Okay, that makes sense. So in my head, Ricks, you were still way out of shape when y'all met. So that makes more sense as to why that there was that connection. Okay, okay, got it, got it. From us training till your show, he went from 250 to 215, right? No, two, 206. 206. 206. So 206 was my show weight. So from 250 Good to 206, Lord. and he went down to 12% body fat? No, it was like 9. 9? I'm real wrong with these numbers right now. Ooh. So he went 30% body fat to 9%. But that was after we started training together. And then he was like, you know what? I don't know what it means, but I know I want you around. But maybe you can help me train for a show. Now, I've never trained people for a physique show. I've only done like hard hit circuit style situations or just lifting. Sure. I was like, let's do it. Why not? 
guys for prepping for a show typically it can go like 12 to 16 weeks and i don't want to act like i'm super knowledgeable on it but um how long did it how long did y'all train for that show what was the course of that almost 50 pound weight loss (laughs) so we trained for a show the first go round, right and then he we were just we were both trying to figure out how to prep for a show and it ended up him kind of going crazy losing his mind um and it came what a few days before the show and he called me and he was like i can't do this show like he was literally like he told me to put him in a mental facility it got that bad so that was like what three months of training three months and then i was like all right he's like there's another one in three months let's just but also do it also, the first show that we signed up for wasn't a natural show. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, I wanted to, yeah, okay. I wanted to get into a natural show. And that was the, that was the yeah. main reason why I wanted to switch the date because me losing my mind. Yeah, of course, I, I wasn't in a good place mentally, but I was lean as hell. I looked good. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want to give myself a better chance to actually place. Yeah. So we did yeah. two preps. Jesus. So, and guys, to give you some context, when it comes to like what Bricks was doing. When he was, you know, cutting weight and trying to cut body fat and whatnot, when it comes to like prepping for a show, you literally dehydrate yourself. It's it's the exact opposite of health. Um, but you look, up, you look, you look you incredible. Look <laughs> you look incredible. So, I mean, when you say, you know, you're about to lose your mind, I, I totally get that. Um, yeah, that, that, that's 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 real clarity for me because I, I I did not understand y'all's. Y'all's initial, like, I literally have my question as, what was it like walking bricks through his weight loss journey? And it was more of, I mean, it was weight loss still, but it was, it was more of a show. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. Let me, let me switch because bricks already hit it, but he just explained how he yeah, sort of I already realized. hit it. I already hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it, man. I couldn't. No, you, it, it's, it's good. You got jokes. That's going to be good for the teaser. Um, all, all day. What'd she say? I, you caught out. You caught out. Say it He's again. He's here all day. He's here all day with these jokes. Oh, all week. Hashtag dad all jokes. <laughs> um, so he just explained, you know, like how he figured out you were the one or something to that nature. Mm-hmm. Like, when did you realize you're like, all right, this is, this is more than just, I'm training this dude. Like there's something else. When he was broke it up ev- with his girlfriend. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So no, okay. Because when we met, okay. I was I was technically in a relationship. So look, that's how okay. he put it to me too. I'm in a relationship. He used quotations, and I said, "Okay, cool. We may should not work out anymore, but we could if the other guy's there." And but he it, it wasn't a all right. I'm gonna break up with my girlfriend now. It wasn't that. It was more of we had a lot of talks about life and about. You know, are you happy where you are? Where do you want to go? And he was trying to extract himself from that. And just his realization of, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It's time. It wasn't a, wow, yes, finally he's single thing. It wasn't that. It was a, I already saw who he was becoming. And that was the first stepping stone to him doing everything he says he's going to do and becoming who he is right now. So it was kind of a. So I knew way before. Way and, before me. She yeah, knew way before I did. And it was I like, did. it was like, uh, the best way for me to explain it was, is somebody speaking one thing and 
his actions doing another and his heart showing me something else. So what his heart was showing me, I'm like, there it is. That's what needs to come out. And he would have little speckles of it throughout him doing stuff he wasn't supposed to be doing or him not wanting to do. And then we would have serious talks on it and his true self, his heart showed. And I was like, that's it right there. So I just go home and pray about it. And the next day I would wake up happy, like, yo, it's going to be one day. It's going to happen. Not necessarily it's going to be one day with me, but it's going to be one day that his true self is going to come out. So to, to clarify a little bit, um, at this time, I'm, I'm still living kind of reckless. You know, I, okay. I kind of still was my selfish self. I still did whatever I want. I had, you know, really bad indulgences in various things. Um, I, I was living beneath my calling at the time. And, um, she, she seen that in me, you know, a lot earlier than I did. I didn't recognize that I was living, you know, my, my actions, my behavior, um, was, was beneath who I was called to be. And she was one of the first people who, well, she was the only person who brought that to my attention. And it, it slowly started creating a shift in the way that I carried myself as a man. So I'll, I'll do the leaning and rock with it. Who's going to rock with it? <laughs> you don't have any Virtual kids, Matt. Five. You don't have any kids, Matt. But he's a country boy from Pensacola. So that means he tells dad jokes? He want to rock with it jokes. That's what it is. Right. Now you know. All right. Let's just keep it. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I should have went that way. That's okay. You still call it. So I was going to edit all this back in because we had some technical difficulties, but I'm keeping that in. That was just too oh, beautiful. Lord. Nope, that's staying. In I forgot yeah. that we're recording, man. Man, <laughs> the world's going to see let, my true cornballness. Let people know Shit. how we dance. So, guys, no we have a secret. That you're a cornball? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, it's not I, a secret. I'm going to make you a shirt, for real. It's going to happen. Cool. All right, so we had some technical difficulties. Regardless, I listened back to the audio. So what it sounds like is, or what it is, she didn't make you who you are, but she like shed the light and showed you who you could be, which is so friggin' powerful. Like who knows where you would be without her. That's true, because what 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 good is the truth without realization of it? Yeah. Explain. Like something can be true. There's a lot of things that are true. And it's funny, because I'm reading this book called Factfulness factfulness right and there's a lot of truths that the common person just don't know so what good is the truth if if it's not Mm -hmm. something that's that you can utilize that you can actualize that you something that you can actually use so all these things apparently were true about me but i didn't see them so i wasn't i wasn't behaving according accordingly to who i should be you see you know why you didn't see him? Well, now I understand and the audience should understand because they've heard your story about, I don't think anybody's ever told him any of that mm-hmm. his whole life. Like I have a dad and a mom who's like, you know what? You can do anything you want to be. Let's do it. Like you're amazing, <clears throat> you know, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know if his 
dad or mom or even the girls who I've heard some of the girls who's with say, you're not going to be crap without me. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to be who you're supposed to be. God's going to make you who you're supposed to be. So I think, and I had a, I mean, we've had that conversation multiple times mm-hmm. when we first met about me kind of just reiterating it, reiterating it. And when he did something that didn't show that, I didn't say, oh, wow, really? That's what you're doing? I said, you got to remember, you are a king. You have to remember that who you want to become doesn't act the way you're acting now. And he's like, wow, yep, yep. It, but it's different because he re- he receives that very well. Yeah. That's why well, we're just meant to be together. I was ready. You yeah. know, I was ready for for her to reveal myself to my to me that makes sense because had that been a year prior i wouldn't have been ready i would have still been defensive i still would allow you know the soreness from someone pulling my card or telling me about myself to to stop me from really like acknowledging what was being gifted to me in a sense you know that's i, I just I don't know if I'll be able to put it into words of like, like, I just don't believe that it's just random. I I think there's just, that's, that's in my head. That's just sounds like the universe working, um, for something so much bigger that that's so, I I have so much respect for you, Candace. Seriously. I was like going up there to meet you. I was just elated because what you two are, what this is, is so much bigger, but you were both the people for the message. And it's just, can we just take a second to clap for the both of them? Just Jesus. This guy, this guy, (laughs) I'm serious. Not, not to make it all dramatic, but it's the truth. Like together, what the both of you are is just, it's incredible. And I know that I'm not the only one to feel this. I know that people in the audience, matter of fact, comment on the YouTube video or go somewhere and screenshot it and say how much you love these two. Cause I feel the same way. Um, enough mushy crap. Speaking of, hold on. Speaking of, of screenshotting, you guys, please screenshot the podcast, share the podcast on your, sh- your social media platforms. I think we should give away some more t-shirts, bro. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. T-shirt. So for the, for the first, let's say the first three people who messages Matt on Instagram, Cammy, hashtag Cammy is the greatest. The first three people who message Matt on Instagram, hashtag Cammy is the greatest is going to get a free get well, get money t-shirt. Yep. Yep. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to the podcast. Cammy is the greatest. It's got to be uh, C-A-M-I-I-S-T-H-E-G-R-E-A-T-E-S-T. I've had a few people that uh, on the last one that was, it was off and whatnot. I got to qualify you. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, I want to switch into your knowledge of, you know, training people. Um, and I, I think this is, I think this is uh, beneficial for the audience as all three of us are trainers. I feel like there's reoccurring questions that we are asked. Can you think of any that you've been asked like sort of over and over like the top one or top few? Can I have a cheat meal? Oh, see, there you go. So that sheds the light on one. Yeah. How do you feel about cheat meals? Go ahead. Yeah, I have some people who say, hey, I haven't had anything bad in 15 days and I'm going crazy. I'm like, you shouldn't be going crazy. So you should have treats every now and then. Look, I love chocolate and I eat chocolate 
pretty often. <laughs> but I, it, I don't go eat. Oh, uh, I'm a little slow too. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think it's very necessary. There's with him, when we were prepping with him, he didn't even want to eat a rice cake and peanut butter. And that's a pretty really? low, yeah, low calorie snack. And yeah, when he finally realized, wow, I can really eat this and some whipped cream, he didn't go, that's crazy. Um, yeah. or go on food binges. Yeah. So I think it's okay. very necessary. So do you think it's, do you think it's more mental or do you think it's physical or do you think it's both? I think it's both, but I really? think it's a little more mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I fully agree. I fully agree. It's interesting to see, you know, like, I, again, these are questions I've never asked Candace, um, but it's interesting to, to see her take on it. Um, all right. So if, if you had to sort of pinpoint it, what's your favorite part of fitness or wellness? Because it's so multifaceted with the physicality, with the nutrition, with the mentality, everything that goes into it. Like, why do you, why do you continue to be interested in it besides your husband having a gigantic business doing it? Um, happiness. I remember that I saw a woman in the gym who looked strong and confident, not that she, what she was lifting, not that she, she didn't show me what she ate, but she looked confident in life. And I remember wow. saying, that's what I want. I want that. So I went on a journey before I met him to find that. So I was, I was eating right, but I was also eating cheat meals, but I felt happy. I felt full. I felt content. So when you are training somebody and they give you feedback on, you know, I went to the gym today and I just did what I wanted and I felt so good. And after I still ate a burger or wings or something, but I felt phenomenal and I feel great the next day. I'm happy where I am. That's a big win. That's exactly why I train people. That happiness and confidence. Her fave, I want to reiterate, I want you guys to, as Brooks would say, I really want you guys to digest this. Her reason for loving fitness and wellness is happiness. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. Like, it's just, that was a perfect answer. That was fantastic. <laughs> so, so speaking on that, like, your, your own, can you speak into that as far as your training history and whatnot? I, I know you've told me in the past that, like, you, you you trained really hard. Bricks has mentioned that you trained really hard and like mm-hmm. explain, explain like why, why did you train that hard? Um, Were you competing or anything or sports? No. So that season of my life, I was going through a really rough time. Okay. Um, I was always in sports and training my whole life, but this was different. This was, I wasn't training to get a certain size or get better at my volleyball swing. I was, training to refine myself. It's weird that I came up, I can move to Virginia with an ex and we split and I stayed for the next year and a half, two years before I met him. And during that time I was lost. I thought I had it all. I thought I had a great job. I went to school, had a degree. I was doing what I wanted to do, but I still didn't feel like me. So I went in back into fitness. I was in fitness, but I went back into it with Nothing but I want to become confident. There's something missing here. So I trained hard. I did everything. I didn't say no to anything. I did powerlifting. I did CrossFit. I did hit. Wow. I did 
just whatever I could do. And I just ate and I didn't pay too much attention to what I ate. And I went running and then I, I just went and did it all. I did it. And listen, bro, when I met her, she was a beast, bro. Like a beast. She's still a beast. I was about to but say, it, when I was up there and when I trained with her the one time, I was like, shit. No, no. I, but she was a different kind of beast. She was training yeah. a lot different. Yeah. Like she was training very intensely during that time when I met her. Um, so I was, I was so impressed, bro. Like yeah. she, bro, yeah, it she was, was a like, beast. It was to explain, you know, one of my days. I would wake up at four or five and I would go running and then I go to a retirement home and I would train elderly adults and I taught eight or nine classes back to back to back. I would come home, I would eat and then I would go train again at this kind of CrossFit gym. I mean, and I, I was doing it all for me, for myself, which I was realizing through that sometimes in the past, if I had a boyfriend or whatever, I would kind of train around them like, Oh, they like running. I guess I'll run. It wasn't anything really. I. I wanted to do it, but I was more catering myself around other people. I didn't know that until I started doing this training stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. So and I remember that they would have your name on the board of who gets the best time with the most weight and just, and I, it was nobody, I didn't care about anybody else in the gym. I was just watching my name move up. And then three or four months into it, people are like, can Candace please come to our class? Cause I want to try to beat her. And that was. That made me feel like, wow, they, it's really me they want. Like they want to train with me. They want to see me. And in doing so, I bonded with other women and I was, I really realized that like I was strong, not physically strong, but I was strong. Like through me being lost for so long, I like became that strong, confident girl that I saw walking to the gym the first time. Now, let me, when I redove back into fitness during this struggle, the, I remember the first day the girl said, everybody grab the bar and let's just push it over your head. I couldn't push the bar over my head. I've been in fitness and sports my whole life and I couldn't push this bar over my head. I, the first day I felt so defeated. I was like, what is going on? And then I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to be able to push that bar over my freaking head. It's going to happen. And that I just dove right into it hard and I ended up being the person everybody wanted me to come to their class so they could try to beat me and i like i found myself i did a lot of journaling i read a lot of books i really pushed myself through that hard time i had a lot of mental breaks i wanted to move home breakdowns breakdowns yeah mental breakdowns mm-hmm. i wanted to move home and i called my dad and he's like i'm sorry you have to st- you got to stay there and struggle this is your time it's gonna suck and i was like i mean i went through a, a lot of crap mentally another so, reason another reason why i think we met was her dad right to to stop her at that point because she just mentioned her dad her dad is a very successful self-made man right and you would think normally someone with of that stature when it comes to their daughter that any sign of distress any any support that they need they would come to their rescue Right. Yeah. And then a lot of times as a father, we want to do that because we think that's how we love our daughter or we love our kids when actually it's enabling them. It's, 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 um, 
you prevent them from learning some of the lessons that life has to teach every person by coming to their rescue all the time. And her dad is kind of like a, like a magician when it mm. comes to the balance between being supportive and, and letting life teach the lessons. Yeah, That's got to so, be a difficult line to ride. Go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember when me and my ex split, that night, I got to call my mom was in the hospital, right? So I call my dad. That's it. I'm coming home. I don't, I'm packing up. I don't have any money to get home right now, but I'm packing up. I'm coming home. Give me a plane ticket. He said, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, then what do I do? I felt so lost. Like I just built my whole life. I've moved very, um, what do you call it? To a T like, uh, um, nomadic. Yeah. Strategically, I've moved very, oh. my whole life to, through school, through sports, through, I mean, to get me to this point. And then it just like came crashing down. So I was like, okay, this is a sign for me to go home. My dad said, no, this is a sign for you to stay, figure it out. If you need to sleep in your car some days, if you need to f crash on the couch with a friend, figure it out. That's what I did for the next, I don't know, year. I probably lived at six different people's place. Really? Um, I just worked my butt off. I got three jobs. Um, when I first, let me backtrack. When I first got to the gym, I was going to train at, um, it was sled dogs. I entered what? in a chance sled dogs. Ashley Horner. Ashley you ever heard Horner. Of Ashley Horner. Can't say that. I've heard Probably of that. Yeah. So she just opened a gym and it was come get a free chance to win a month membership. Cause I had no money. I, I remember I called Courtney, my friend Courtney, and I was like, please go do this with me. Like, I, I need a gym. I don't have a gym. If I just can get a month free, I could save up to start paying for a gym. We went, we did it. We did a little rally. I won. I, I broke down because I, I was about to move home. I was like, this is it. If I can't, this is going to be the last straw. And I won the free gym membership and I lost it. Wow. And then I was like, okay, I'm supposed to stay. Maybe I am supposed to stay. And then I trained for another year and then I met him. So the crazy thing is, I feel like I did stay because he was here. He was coming here. God yeah, was time, like, I wasn't, I wasn't even, yeah, living he in was Virginia. in LA. So God was like, okay, you need okay. to go through what you need to go through. You need to have your rough times, but I need you to stay in Virginia. And then when I, when the, it finally got calm and I felt, well, not complete, but I felt more me. Through all that, boom, he writes me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, really, that morning I woke up like, wow, Candace, you did it. You made it through that storm. And here comes a new storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Briggs. <laughs> that last, like, that last stint of you talking was just was so, uh, no, it was fantastic. Um, like, it's, it's so evident and transparent and showing, like, you know, to the listener, she worked on herself. She went through the hard times. She went through the uncomfortability and her life has led up until what now is. I mean, I mean, a beautiful relationship, a, you know, a happy life, a, a strong body, a strong mind. It's just, it's all because you went towards that uncomfortability and like, not to sound too corny, but congratulations. Cause it's not what everyone does. Um, I, I was sitting here and as you were talking, like 
everything that's led up to both of your lives and what's happening now, like you're both affecting so many people. And I, I can't think of any better uh, title for this episode, but to say, thank you, Candace Glover. That's, that's what it's going to be because everything that you've done has helped him do what he's doing and vice versa. Like, damn, how magical, seriously, there's no other way to put it. Yeah. Um, lastly, I got to get this last question in. What's your least favorite uh, exercise? Huh. I don't know. <laughs> um, All right. What's your favorite? Burpees. Burpees. That's everyone's devastatingly horrible exercise. <laughs> you like burpees, huh? I do like burpees. Once, once I'm once I'm doing them, I hate yeah. them until I start. Yeah. True. I I love that. Um, I I really. Those were the biggest questions I wanted to ask, and I mean, we're we're really at we're really at our our time. I think it's a good time well, to wrap up. Let me say one thing, please. I don't know if people, you know, see our lives and think, "Wow, that's great! I want that," <clears throat> which is good, but it's also very hard. You're supposed to not let me cry. I can't control that, baby. Speak your mind. Go ahead. Yeah, tell me why. Why are you crying? I hope I'm not an ugly cry. That'd be bad. Um, It's just hard. Like, when God gives you a purpose, you have a lot of burdens that come with it but it's worth it but it's hard so we struggle through a lot but we know we're struggling because it's for the greater good it's it's the days on the other side are so much better than the rough days <laughs> i think sometimes god just sprinkles in rough days so we remember how blessed we are yeah but it's t- it's tough you know and i think a lot of people when it gets tough they react or they leave or they do something they regret. So, I mean, I'll be honest, like we had a rough day yesterday. Take your time, babe. Like it's really rough. Like, it's funny that he said, but it's like I saw the old bricks, like the bricks when I first met him. And I'm like, I'm not supposed to feel feel this way. I thought like the new bricks was here. But then I, I had to, we just have to sit and be patient and trust in God. You just, so that's what we did. We both sat and we were patient and we trusted. And I think during those hard times is when people mess up and they... Deter, is that the word? Deter their lives. That's when de- big decisions happen. When you can mess up your life, when you start taking it into your own hands. Like if we're sitting here and we're kind of upset, that's sometimes when people go cheat. That's when people go binge eat. Yeah. That's when a lot of bad decisions happen. So 
I know it may be hard to sit and wait it out and be patient, but I promise the latter is going to be harder if you do something extreme. So I just learned to sit and be calm and, and don't speak up. Don't a lot of things go through my head a lot. I want to punch the wall. I want, I mean, a lot of things happen, but I don't, I sit there because the next day is always better. And that's one of the things that impressed me so much about her is her poise, man, is, is her ability to stay calm in the middle of a storm. Yeah. It was, it was something that I've never seen before. It was something that I admired. It, it just, it just spoke mounds about her character. And, um, and it's something that I'm, I'm learning from her and I'm getting a little bit better at, at it because I'm more reactive. I'm more emotional when it comes to, um, how I react during these tough, challenging times. Yeah. But, but, but now I've learned this from her whenever I'm feeling those crazy emotions or I'm, I'm afraid or I'm stressed or I'm having all these negative thoughts. I just, I just give myself space. I don't do anything. Whereas before, you know, I would allow the lies that those stressful moments cultivated in my head, right? I would allow those lies to cause me to do things that, like she said, I would later regret. So now I just kind of just like, okay, you know, I recognize when I'm having a moment and I give myself space and I just take my ass to sleep, man. Like I just, I just don't do anything. I don't do anything. I don't trust myself in those moments. So the best thing I could do is nothing. So I think you need to remember you. You can't take back words. If you say it and you put it out there, it's in the other person's head. You can't take back words. You can't take back actions. Sometimes it's very easy just to speak your mind, but sometimes that's maybe the worst thing to do because it sticks with your partner for a while. Yeah. And sometimes women also, we want to run and talk to somebody real quick. My man did this. He didn't do this. Guess what he's doing now? You know, yeah. if I did that right now, how many they people hold on to that. That's what they hear. Mm -hmm. So then they yeah. they'll look at Robert like he is a he's not good for you, girl. You need to go. But they don't right. see the rest of it. So I don't run and speak anything to anybody. And last night I'm like, I really wish I could right now. But yeah. that's not for the better of our relationship. That's a, for the better of me feeling crazy and I I need to talk to somebody. But I will be able to. I will be able to talk to my husband when the time comes and we discuss it. That's where the problem is. It's not, you're not supposed to share that with other people because they'll always bring it up. Mm -hmm. I've seen it time and time. Yep. Remember two years ago when he told you this, how did you feel when he called you ugly? I mean, it's like yep. bad stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. that. <clears throat> no, I totally get it. And y'all were, y'all were talking about at one point, you know, you were talking about her. It's, it doesn't sound like the right word, but it is, it's kind of the right word. The stoicism that she has. Um, mm -hmm. when I was no, in Virginia, that is the right yeah, word. Yeah, it totally is it. When I was in Virginia, when I was meeting Bricks for the first time, I, I, the amount of trust that you both had for just a random stranger to come up and, you know, sleep in your house is unbelievable. But I remember meeting Candace and being nervous as shit for some reason. 
not because of any pre thoughts or anything about Candace, but I was like, this is the woman. This is the right hand. This is the like bricks is the head. This girl's the neck. Like she's turning that head any way she wants, you know, like, but I just remember being nervous as hell and her, her stoicism. And I felt a presence of like, okay, you're there. Cool. Who the hell are you? What are you here for? I felt this such protection over bricks. And I like, I had nothing but respect for it. I was like, I totally get it. I get it. But I, I just, you're a very, very powerful presence. And it's very, very obvious. Thank you. Without a doubt. Guys, the wrap up is go towards those uncomfortable pieces. Candace is a prime example. Um, you never know what your life is going to lead to. I mean, it just, it's magical. So thank you, Candace Glover, for who you are, what you've done, and just who you continue to evolve to be. Hashtag Cami is the greatest. Get that t-shirt. And um, yeah, y'all got anything else? Nah, man. Thanks for listening to our story. Yeah, thank you. And I hope you can find some value or, or relate on some level to to some of the things that we share, man, because it's, it's just real. Like, it's real. And, and thank you to my wife for, for being willing, because it's not easy to be so transparent. And that's something that I'm really big on, but most people aren't. So she kind of, she trusts me enough to share these parts of our life. And I just wanted to um, thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Seriously. Thanks for having me on. I'm really working on this talking thing. You're great. Uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to make sure that my sentences come out correctly from what's in my head because a lot of times I don't and people look at me like, what are you trying to say? I'll get there. But G- Good luck, girl, because the guy on your left and the guy you're looking at is right there in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. We love you we, guys. We love you guys. We'll s- See you, hear you, talk to you next week. All of the above. Peace. And chicken grease.